Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Hello, TJ. I am your host, TJ, and with me today, as always, is my co-host, Bane. Hi, Bane. Hi, T. So, as you might have noticed, we've been on a little bit of a hiatus um, between school and personal life. It's just been a little bit hectic, but we are back recording for our summer sessions, and uh, please make sure to follow us and subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. If you want to stay updated with our podcasts, if you want to hear when we upload, because we are attempting a no-schedule upload, we are just going to record and upload as well. Some weeks we might have more than one episode. Um, Hopefully no weeks we skip. That's going to be on me. Sorry, Bane. Um, But let's just dive right in into today's podcast, shall we? Yeah, sure. All right. So our weekly questions, as always. Bane, can you sum up your week in three words? Um, anxious, stressful, and um, uh, inspiring. Okay. What about you? Um, I definitely say inspiring, um, motivational, and I'm just going to use the word summer because Jack's last day of school was today, and it's officially summer break for us. Um, Jack actually just record or stepped into the recording booth. Jack, do you want to say hi? Hi. Oh my god, that was so cute. I know. Alright, so our next question. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What is the best or worst thing you read this week? Um, so the best thing uh, that I read this week was uh, the, uh, A Photograph of Me by Margaret Atwood. Mm. Um, the poem is amazing and uh, to everyone listening, you should just read it. It's short. It's not too long. Uh, but what about you, T? Um, I'm currently reading Good Omens. Uh, I don't remember the other author, but one of the authors is Neil Gaiman, and um, I really want to take a Neil Gaiman masterclass, so I figured learn his work to see if this is the right author to take a masterclass from, but I'm really enjoying it. I'm a few chapters in. The chapters are long, but uh, it's, it's about the end of the world, and it's just a really fascinating read. Yeah, I actually saw that, that you were reading, but I was thinking of getting um, into Margaret Atwood's um, masterclass. Oh, that's really cool. What masterclass are you taking, Jack? You're taking that masterclass? Wow. Good info. Alright, the next question. What inspired you this week? And I'm curious because you said your word was inspired, so... Um, just emotions in general, I, I, like, everything that's been going on in my life, I just, you know, uh, analyzed everything and just take a, took a deep breath. Honestly, what inspired me this week would probably be my best friend's apartment, and I know that's weird, but she has these beautiful, beautiful yellow walls in her living room, and it's just... Uh, it inspires me. I love the color yellow. Yellow is my favorite color. So just being surrounded by such a vibrant and fun color just makes me want to create. And I just want to paint my walls yellow now. But uh, I love her yellow walls and they inspire me. Yeah. What? Nice. What did you end up writing this week? Uh, actually nothing. I no? didn't write anything. Well, you have yeah. exams right now, so I don't blame you. Yeah, that, that's true, but also, you know, um, I just 
didn't have not time, but just you know, inspir- I was inspired, but mm-hmm. I didn't have inspiration to sit down and write. I get that. I have weeks like that. Um, I'm not writing per se, but I'm doing a lot of research for my novella, which we'll get into later in the podcast. But um, I'm doing a lot of character development right now. I uh, I'm taking a book coaching class, and I realized I didn't have enough character development for my story, so I'm just trying to get back to the grindstone and figuring this out. And our last question of the week, what lesson did you learn this week? Um, lessons I learned this week is uh, maybe to be easier on myself mm. um, and not so harsh. Um, even though sometimes I can mess things up, but I'm just human after all and I should just take things easily. I think that's a good lesson. Thank you. What about you? Um, hmm. I think my lesson this week, what, I think it was a reminder. I know this lesson. I'm very well versed with this lesson, but I kind of do things half-assed and I expect them to kind of figure themselves out. But I think the lesson I'm learning is that I really need to put the work in if I want the product and the outcome that I desire. I just need to work harder. Yeah, yeah, that's, I think that's nice. So those are our, our weekly questions. Um, today's podcast, we kind of wanted to tell our listeners about some of the projects we're working on and kind of dive in into those beginning stages of new projects. Um, because I think that's the most exciting part or one of the most exciting parts about the creative process is coming up with new ideas and branching off of them. So, Bane, I want to pick your brain about what you're working on. I don't know what you're working on, so tell me all about it. Um, I mean, I don't know the last time we spoke, maybe I said this, but I'm actually working on two things uh, right now. One is my third poetry book, um, which I'm still, you know, in process of working, writing poems and everything. I don't think it will be out this year, mm-hmm. uh, maybe the next, we'll see, um, you know, when inspiration comes. Uh, so that's one thing. Um, the, the second thing is uh, I want to publish my uh, collection of uh, short stories. I'm actually, uh, I actually started writing short stories. Sorry for the interruption, we had to change locations because of children playing with loud toys but Bane that's really interesting that you're writing short stories are you publishing that anytime soon is there a theme um no actually just whatever comes to my mind I'll just write it down it's going slowly because I wrote only two stories mm-hmm. so far and um I'm working on the third one uh but yeah one will be on your website soon so that's like whoever is interested they can read it yeah um it's actually very personal to me because i i covered it with a metaphor but everything there is just (laughs) it's true um so yeah that's that's pretty much it just you know i'm i'm trying to tell a story and maybe i'll start working uh, on a novel uh this summer but that just a maybe what about you what what are you working on right now? I am working on my passion project, and I am so excited about it. Um, I'm working on a novella called Magic Moon Mama, 
and it follows the story of a mother named Maggie who is a psychic, but in secret. Um, her family has high expectations. Being a psychic is not one of them. And uh, it follows the story of her and her daughter, Robbie, as she discovers that her daughter, Robbie, is autistic. And kind of the transitional period in between learning that your child is autistic and changing behaviors within your parenting style. Um, it, it It's very personal to me. Uh, as you know, my son is autistic and learning about autism and understanding the way his brain works um, has totally given me answers to questions I didn't even know I had. And I think it's really, I really want to be supportive of parents in that confusing time period of when you're being thrown a million pamphlets, but you don't have answers to what the hell is going on. And uh, I also want to give a voice to autistic people to show that they are not alone, they are heard, and they are more than any diagnosis. Yeah, that is wonderful. I, I cannot wait to read um, Magic Moon Mama. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. So you're saying your poetry is probably going to be published next year. Um, your poetry, every book has kind of had a theme and kind of a place in your life. Um, is there any significance to this poetry book? Is this just a collection or is there a deeper meaning? Uh, so usually I want everything to have a story in its own world. So, you know, the first book had a darker motives and themes and everything was about heartbreak and that uh, abusive relationship that I was in. Mm -hmm. The second one was just leaving that abusive relationship and leaving depression and finding myself again, you know, just finding my purpose and my worth. Um, kind of, you know, uh, as I described, a, a, a caterpillar leaving... Uh, it's cocoon and becoming a butterfly. Mm. So I was thinking, because uh, recently I've been really inspired by uh, Earth and the pollution and climate changes and everything that's been going on around, you know, with nature being uh, damaged and everything. And you know that I believe in nature as, you know, my my goddess. Right. Um, something spiritual. So either it will be something related to that or either it will be something about love and maybe connecting those two things. The thing is, like, what I planned for the third book was to be uh, about finding love with, you know, with the person. But because I I don't have that right now, I'm scared that, you know, that's unpredictable and I won't be able to write about something that I haven't experienced, you know, that true love, you know, that, that makes you energized. So either I'll do what Emily Bronte and Emily uh, Dickinson did, and that's to um, write poetry based on imagination. Mm. Um, even though they didn't have lovers, they wrote uh, love poems and love, you know, well, Emily wrote a love story, but you know what, I'm, what I mean? Yeah, um, that's interesting. So that, that must be a really big challenge for you right now. Uh, I guess it is, but maybe that's more platonic and, you know, everything is all rainbow and sunshines. Uh, 
But I'll see even either that or I'll turn that into a book. So we'll see. Um, I'm still thinking about it and um, writing. So whatever comes next comes. So what what do you find to be the hardest part of starting a new project? Um, I guess having to sit down and write. And I think you know what I mean because yeah. we're about the same. You have a story, and I was talking to my other uh, pen pal on the app called Slowly, which I showed you. Mm. Um, and he is also a writer. We were just talking about how you have this whole world living inside of you, and you so badly want to let it out, you know, to give birth to it. But when you have to sit and kind of, you know, <laughs> give birth to it. It's actually the hardest thing of it all. I haven't um, been able to write anything for Magic Moon Mama. I keep saying like, oh, I need more research, which is true. I do. But I'm dying to write about it. And I just can't get myself to actually set up my computer and type. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually like we think though, um, we are writing while we're, you know, thinking about writing, and that's not writing at all. Mm. Yeah, um, I always think that writing includes scrolling on Tumblr and looking at memes about writing, and I, I don't think that's going to help me write my book, but it's kind of like a Band-Aid that I use. Um, yeah, but, like, you know, it gets. Sometimes you just, you cannot force yourself to write. Sometimes you, you're going to sit and write the whole novella in, like, two days. Or, like, you won't write anything for a year. It just, like, whenever it comes, it comes. I don't know how Stephen King writes so many books. And, like, who's another one? I'm trying to think. But there's some authors who can produce, like, multiple books a year. And I, I don't get how they can do that. That just... Blows my mind, and especially Stephen King, because he's such a solid writer. I don't understand how he can create these magnificent plots in such a short period of time. Well, the only answer to that is that he's a mastermind, and he knows his techniques. So he knows how the book will start, what methods he will use, especially because it's horror, you know, some gothic motives. And uh, he just puts those elements creates different characters and plot and that's it he doesn't he knows how to write he just uh, creates characters in a new world and that's it for him you don't need anything else do you think you'll ever be in a place where writer's block won't be a thing and you'll know your writing style and your techniques well enough that you can just write or do you think you're always going to struggle because i think i'm always going to struggle um i don't think so because like my poetry isn't um, it doesn't like a poem doesn't isn't different from the other. Uh, the only uh, difference is the story behind it and uh, the words I use. So you know, but my my whole writing style for the poetry is the same. I kind of my my two books that I have and all my poetry I see as one thing as one poem that just transits to another. Um, another story. Wow. So you view your books kind of as one continuous story and each poem is almost like a chapter? Yeah, and I think you can relate to this, but 
because you're you're also a writer but you know how sometimes uh, you try to photograph uh, things with your camera just you know to have them in your memory mm -hmm. so when i wrote my poems and every time i read those poems i i don't need a photo because that poem is my photo everything i felt everything i uh, i saw with my eyes with my soul with my whole being everything i felt uh, and uh, what I thought at that time is still inside a, in, inside that poem. So when I read it, I actually, it's like watching a movie of the past. Wow. So I think you also know the, the same feeling when you read your own work. Um, well, I've been publishing kind of more personal stories. I don't know if you've been checking. I haven't really been publishing much, but I've been trying to publish some stories on Hello TJ. And, um... HelloDJ.com for those of you who are unaware. Uh, but I, I'm trying to create more fiction, but I'm having a hard time not drawing from my own personal experience. And I'm writing about a lot of trauma that um, I endured a few years ago that you and I have briefly talked about, uh, including child loss, abusive relationships, substance use. And I'm trying to kind of blend fiction and nonfiction with them um but i i'm trying to be artistic in my pain if that makes sense i'm trying to create something beautiful and relatable and kind of get these old traumas healed i i kind of view I'm my writing as therapeutic you know yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's the only way we can deal with it, because when you write, you just let it all out. Um, and sometimes when I feel sad or whatever my emotions are at the moment, and I sit down at night and I write everything, I think I'm free, actually. I can read again. Don't you feel the same way when you write? I do. After I hit publish on a short story, I just... It's almost like it's gone. Like, it's not gone, obviously. It's still part of me. It's still part of my story. But I feel like I'm sending it off into the universe, and I'm like, okay, I can let that pain go. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that's, that's how I feel, too. Because, you know, I've been struggling so much with my emotions about the past, and when I published my book, it's kind of... I mean, you know, it's just like publishing. It's physical... Uh, printing it's not something magical that's going that's happening in your life but like the whole process of one journey and then coming to an end by putting that book out is just you know it's another chapter ends another one begins i am so excited to put this novella out i i get so wrapped up in the fact that it's going to be published that i forget that i have to put the work in to make it published um because I, I can envision the cover, I can envision my pitches for it, I just, now I have to do the dirty work, and that's the hard part. Yeah, I know, and you know that you can always uh, come to me whenever whenever you're struggling, I can try to help as much as I can. Oh, you're going to be getting a lot of messages this summer, <laughs> as soon as you're out of school, it's over for you, because I'm just going to be blowing up your phone. Well, I I think that would be an honor you know yeah i'm very excited um, for this yeah and um also uh that will help me learn a lot from you and how your mind works because when i start writing i'll know what to focus on and what to pay attention to 
I'm very excited to read some of your new work. Did you have anything you wanted to read for us today? Uh, yeah, it's actually uh, for the end of this podcast. Um, it's um, I wrote. I was really inspired by the movie The English Patient and mm-hmm. the book, uh, which we had to do for our uni. So um, for my projects in uh, like a homework assignment in uh, at uni, uh, I wrote a poem. Uh, about the the whole uh, movie and the book, it's called All He Desired Was to Walk Upon Such a Nerd That Had No Maps. He thought I was in love with the person upstairs because they took care of him. His helpless soul that's unable to move further than the bed, this villa, the desert, and that woman. I looked at him and replied, I'm in love with the ghosts. The ones who left me, the ones who once had their shape, the ones I once touched before they turned to dust, before I fell in love with a man who, like the others, went away. And now they're all ghosts I'm in love with, so was he. I heard his story, the great love story where love had its own shape. The moon and the stars hid themselves in shame of being outshone by the love love which filled the pages of a book, the book they both loved and filled together. They fought, loved, drove each other to the edge of the world just to come back and fall in each other's arms again. They loved like every day would be the last, and every night he'd cut out his heart, but in the morning it was full again. All he desired was to walk upon such an earth that had no maps, and maybe he didn't do it at all. Maybe she didn't do it either. But what they had was love, which was really something. Not just the idea of something. Love that didn't walk on this earth, but rather elevated above the sand in the desert. That love couldn't be found on the map, nor on the earth, but somewhere far greater and better. Somewhere that wasn't in the maps. That's it. Oh my god. That is beautiful. I love the part, um, what was it, where he cuts out his own heart every night, every morning it's full. Oh, yeah. my God. I love that. Yeah, it's actually some, uh, I use some references uh, from the book, so, you know. Um, but it's it's a beautiful movie, and the story is just incredible. Wow. I love your inspiration and Thank the way you, you create. That is just beautiful. Um, but I think that's the end of this podcast. Thank you for ending it on such a marvelous note. Um, Thank you. Please be sure to subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, we will be back very soon with another episode. If you have any recommendations to anything you want to hear us talk about as two experienced authors... Uh, please give me an email or shoot a message on any of our forums. You can find us across the board at HelloTJ. Um, that's T-E-A-J-A-Y. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and you can also find me at my teacups group on Facebook. Um, just hit us up. We want to hear what you guys think of the podcast. We want to hear what you guys want to hear next. We want to answer any of your questions. So please get in contact with us. Thank you for listening. Bye.